Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your host today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we will wrap up our discussion on the seven mountains of influence. And the title of this episode is Rising Reformers. And our scripture for today is from Galatians 2.20. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. And in this episode, we will be wrapping up our series on the Seven Mountains of Influence. This series was one of my favorites because we covered so much needed information that is very relevant to the time that we were living in. So last week, we did part one on on Rising Reformers, and this is part two of that discussion. And I just want to say here that this information we've been relaying from the prophecy that God gave to Johnny Enlow years ago, it is profound. It is so important for us to understand what God is showing us here. These seven mountains... And let me give them to you one last time. They are media, family, arts and entertainment, economy, religion, education, and government. These seven mountains affect all of society all around the world. And after the last two months of us explaining how Satan is in control, how he is ruling and reigning at the top of each of these mountains, after this revelation, we should understand more of what we are up against. This all started when Lucifer was thrown out of heaven along with the angels that had sided with him. They turned their backs on God, their creator, and they will pay a price for their decision, a decision that will affect them eternally. There is so much backstory that goes along with Lucifer being tossed out of heaven and all the things that have happened since then, and we will get to that in future episodes. But ultimately, his plan is the same. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy everything that God has created. That's from John 10.10. And we have been letting him do it. How? Because we don't understand the things that we don't know. This is something that the Lord spoke to me about a year ago, and he has repeated that phrase to me over and over again. There is so much truth in that phrase. We don't understand the things that we don't know. The only way we will know is by reading God's word and asking him for revelation to help us understand the things that we don't know. The enemy uses our lack of knowledge against us. And he feeds us false information that deters us away from God's truth, which has led us to where we are now. We have been lied to. We have been deceived into thinking that bad things are really good things, when in fact, they are not good. We have been lulled to sleep by the enemy. And when we're sleepy, we are distracted from what really is going on. We tend to turn a blind eye to all the crazy bad things that are happening all around us. The enemy has so many of us bound in chains that it keeps us focused on all of our own problems, and it keeps us from living in freedom. Instead, we live in bondage. It keeps us from focusing on doing the good things that God has created us to do. And when we do look around at all the chaos, many of us think, well, I'm just one person. How can I fix all that's broken? I'm guilty of thinking that way myself. You know, how can I fix the government? How can I fix the broken education system? How can I fix the church that is so broken? The answer is, I can't fix it, not by myself, but I can ask God. He has a whole army of angels that he will send to help me. And I can start fighting back through prayer and interceding for all the ones that God has assigned 
to a specific mountain or task. I can ask God what he wants me to do to help, to partner with him and all of his children here that are praying and asking similar questions. God has spoken through many of his prophets over the past several years that we will win this fight. We will win this battle. He will deliver us from the enemy because it isn't time for the end just yet. We have more to accomplish. We are to rule and reign here on earth. That is what God asked us to do from the beginning, right? And you can find that verse in Genesis 1.28. The bride of Jesus must make herself ready. The bride is his church. And we are definitely not in a place of readiness for the return of Jesus. Our churches are not ready. To put it simply, we are not ready. Revelation 19.7 says, Let us rejoice and be glad and give him glory. For the wedding of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. The good news is, God's church, his ecclesia, has awakened, and many more are awakening every single day. We were chosen. This generation was chosen for this time. We are blessed to be alive. And in order to accomplish this great victory that we are headed to, God needs Elijah revolutionaries. That is us, this generation. He is teaching and training the ones that are seeking him with their whole hearts. He is preparing us to rule and reign at the top of each of these mountains. So when the enemy gets knocked off, and he will, we will be ready to step in and allow God to show us what true freedom and peace looks like. And he will pour out his blessings over each of us. We are his rising reformers, and we will not lose. Amen? If you're going to be a reformer, you'll need to know and embrace the core values of a reformer. And I'm going to give you the list that Johnny put in his book. They are, every person is a son or daughter of God, although some don't yet know or acknowledge it yet. Not yet. This isn't a get it done, knock it out, conquer the world kind of assignment. It's a relational assignment where we overflow with the love we've been given by God. Mm -hmm. God loves us unconditionally and gives us permission to do the same with others. Our love, like his, must be expressed in action and in practical solutions to real-life problems. Our care, like his, must be authentic and not out of obligation, performance, or hidden agenda. Right. All right? Our worship is more than a song. It's a lifestyle that overflows to others. Right. Our value for others, like his, must not be based on our differences or someone's awareness of their need for Jesus. We were valuable to God before we ever knew we even needed him. And others are too. Mm-hmm. People are innately wired to experience real love as the real God. Therefore, we don't feel pressure to connect the dots for them when we are being kind. We understand that people are prone to feel God's love when something goes right for them, even if they don't notice it or notice it consciously in the moment. God respects people's process, so I can too. Mm-hmm. Right? Everybody has their own process. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. It's not enough to pray for the mountains of culture. We must actually show up and serve. Prayer is good, but we must occupy the areas where we want to see change. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Israel has a crucial role in the end times, and we must acknowledge that and align ourselves with God's honor for the firstborn among his many nations. God actively seeks for opportunities, opportunities to show mercy rather than judgment. Therefore, we will too. Right. God is more concerned about our stance on someone's heart then he is concerned about our stance on their sin, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We all sin. There's no one that's worse than the other. It's all sin. Right. It is the Holy Spirit that leads us into conviction and his kindness that leads us to repentance. Our unconditional love may at times appear that we are condoning sin, and that's okay. 
Love hitting its intended mark is way more important. Mm. We can seek to make new progress in the reformation of society while still validating and honoring progress that's been made in the past. No matter how different our opinions and perspectives are from God's, He always listens to us and makes us feel heard. We must do the same for others, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. We focus on things that we have in common with others rather than what we may not have in common. We acknowledge the talents and breakthroughs anyone has contributed to culture in a positive way as being from God, even if they don't acknowledge God as their source. Every good and perfect gift comes from Him, and we can help heal someone's perspective of God when we celebrate and help them understand that the thing they are passionate about is actually Him, right? actually God, right? Mm -hmm. There's nothing that cannot be redeemed by God, so our privilege is to maintain a hopeful perspective about everyone every situation, and every nation. Mm-hmm. That's an extensive list, but so important for what is just ahead of us, according to God. We encourage you to pray and ask God to guide you, and He absolutely will, right? Yep. Yes, He will. Yeah. You know, in reading this book and speaking about this topic, it was very revealing, and it gave all of us a lot of revelation, yeah, right? It did. Mm-hmm. right? It was amazing for me to see how these mountains shape society. The different mountains helped categorize for me where we Elijah revolutionaries need to take authority and take back ground we've lost to evil principalities. Right. The different mountains of influence also allow opportunity for various gifts in people and different areas of interest in which we feel more compelled to help gain back territory. Right. The mountain of media was a big topic for me. It was interesting to confirm for me how much fear and terror is communicated over the airways through media. Oh, yeah. And just when we think we've learned the truth about a news incident, it gets twisted all around by the demonic principality who's currently sitting atop this mountain. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, how much news is controlled by the network? A lot. Or all of it. (laughs) Right. It's like, what's going to sell more or attract more listeners? Their philosophy is to promote news that creates fear, panic, shock, and drama, Mm -hmm. which causes people to react in negative ways. I mean, we might say, yeah, well, we already know that. That's, it's all fake news. But how many of us so easily get caught up when we hear, first hear of an event and feverishly start searching over the internet and social media to get the real news? Mm-hmm. So much information is at our fingertips. But what is the truth? You know, I used right. to do that when, no? before I was awakened. You know, when, when I would watch the news and I would want more information on it. And all I would do was just cause me to fear more. It would cause me just to get sick at my stomach. And I'm like, good grief. And then to want to research more. Right. Because you, it's too horrible to believe. Right. You know, but when the Lord told me, like he told Laura, and I'm sure he told you, he told me to quit watching that. Mm-hmm. Don't watch the news because it's all lies. Yeah. You know, right. they, they twist it. They turn it. However they want to portray it, it's from the enemy, right? Yeah. And it's why when... The Lord asked me to do this podcast and to turn that darkness into light. It has just encouraged the three of us so much by doing this. You know, we're praying and hoping that it helps you guys. But the three of us have grown leaps and bounds mm-hmm. in this past yes. year just because of the topics that we're doing, the things that we're talking about. And, and you know, we're, we're, we're blessing each other just by mm-hmm. discussing these things. So yeah. it right. is just, it is so good. It feels so good to know that we're doing something good for God, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yeah. it yeah. is. You know, we Elijah revolutionaries can and will report news accurately, even if it's bad. But we'll find a redemptive angle in every story. I mean, our words can powerfully prophesy the blessings of God to the world. Amen. 
And the mountain of government, yikes. Mm. <laughs> oh, I have to admit, when I hear this word, I think corruption. Right. right. But it doesn't help to think that way. Right. It's not helping to gain back territory of what the foundational truths and godly principles our government was founded upon. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, you got to keep moving forward. Right. right. Don't look at the present. Look at who's in charge, right. really, is right. God. Right. And the prince of this mountain, Lucifer, will be displaced by those who ascend it in a spirit opposite to his pride, a spirit of humility and service. Exactly. We will need true apostles, which in turn, when I was reading about the apostles, I gained understanding about what it truly means in the light of government. Very humble, not interested in a title they are, you know, or even the title apostle. And they have kingdom influence wherever they're called. Like it's not just one mountain. Mm -hmm. Right. As far as the mountain of education, I was surprised as a teacher myself how far the main highly influential educational institutions that began centuries ago, like Yale, Harvard, William and Mary, and Princeton, among others, but have strayed away from their original intent and roots, which were to educate, train, and release clergymen and scholars with godly values. Mm Mm-hmm. God's truth, as well as produce noted presidents and leaders. You know, I think about my my own children and going through school, you know, just in the last five to ten years alone, things have changed drastically in the education system. Yeah. You know, it, it has just been getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And you can clearly see that the enemy is is ruling right, right. on the top of this mountain. Yeah. Right? Yeah. we got to change that. Where almost like teachers and students can have more of an agreement than the parent. Right. Right. That's how they're working. I mean, these are the moving. kids that are going to be in the next generation. They're going to be leader, leaders, right? They're going right. to become adults. And they're going to be so confused and so far off of, of God's path that, I mean, it's destruction that's where we would head we would be headed if if you know god was going to come in and stop it Mm -hmm. wow and these schools their instruction was given in the context of a worldview that put god at the center of life as the one around whom we orbit god was the foundation of all learning and now these schools are saturated in liberal and humanistic philosophies right and the principalities at the top of this mountain represent pride boasting haughtiness they characterize the man exalting ideals of humanism, liberalism, rationalism, and atheism. Yeah. And also, as a teacher and parent, I was surprised, and I learned a lot about the left brain understanding of truth that is being taught in the schools and how flawed it is. Mm-hmm. Definitely. How we need to get God's Elijah revolutionary-minded teachers to turn education back to right brain dominant enterprise and open the way for children to discern the presence of God and prophesy his mysteries. The mountain of economy shows how much greed and poverty both grow out of the influence of the principalities of Mammon or Babylon. Right. This lying spirit convinces people everywhere that money's the true source of provision. Mm-hmm. It prefers to enslave people in poverty, but where God blesses with abundance, it twists abundance into greed for more. It's all God's money, not ours. Amen. It sure is. I mean, hello. Yeah. He calls us to steward well so everyone is taken care of. This system of greed will be shaken like never before, but those who trust in the Lord will suffer no lack. Amen. The mountain of religion reminds me of going back to the story of the Israelites and recalling how many times they began to grumble and complain and worship other gods who could not deliver on their empty promises. They worshipped idols and would forget all that God had provided them and saved them from. The spirit on the top of this mountain does everything it can to steal worship that rightfully belongs to God. 
A spirit of religion can appear to seem true, but distorts the truth as it's mixed with poison and it's falsely condemning. This mountain can only be taken through the dynamic leading and power of the Holy Spirit. Johnny describes the Elijah revolutionary people on this mountain as they will be sensitive and discerning of the voice of the Holy Spirit and wildly, passionately in love with the Lord. I love that. Mm-hmm. They will refuse to practice a religion based on platitudes and principalities, well-scheduled worship services, and neat and tidy theology. <laughs> Instead, they'll have supernatural experiences with God that defy the expectations and traditions of status quo Christianity. Right. We're not going to go in there and have the praise and worship and then, you know. Order service and end right at right, the hour. God did the announcements right. and then, right? It's different. It's going to be way different. Right. And the Mountain of Celebration, which includes the arts, music, sports, fashion, entertainment, and every other way we celebrate and enjoy life. It's sad but true that this mountain, Johnny says, has been so thoroughly captured by Satan's hordes that most believers aren't sure it can even be possessed. Mm -hmm. Right. And the spirit of Jezebel prostitutes, the good gifts of God, and the role of prophets will be to see through the deceptions of pop culture and offer the real and lasting alternative to our society especially its youth, who live and breathe on this mountain during their teens. Elijah revolutionaries will produce art, music, literature, and every form of celebration the Lord's way by being in His presence and letting His creativity flow through them. People will begin to appreciate and value the gift these artists have because their work will point to a supernatural source. The mountain of family for me is critical. It's where life begins and gets molded. It sets a foundation for every asset of life. Johnny points out that Malachi 4.6 promises that Elijah will come and turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. It's the last promise, even in the last verse of the Old Testament. Mm -hmm. Elijah will come and save families. It's clear that families are under assault. We live in an era of unprecedented family breakdown. We sure do. And he also points out that at the center of this problem is the lack of fathers who are fully engaged in the life of their family. The result is numerous social and physical ills that spring out of rejection, including depression, fear, sexual deviances, anger, and violence. The principality on this mountain is Baal, the worship of whom often involves sexual rituals and child sacrifice. Icky. Johnny says the true role of pastors in the marketplace government, especially the judiciary branch, as well as in churches, will be instrumental in removing Baal from the mountain of family and replacing him with functioning families who reflect the relationships within the Trinity and the family of God. We will receive and carry the restorative work of the spirit of Elijah to the nations. I feel like God has slowly been equipping us to take back the territory. Mm-hmm. These mountains that have been stolen from us by Satan. Yes. It's up to us to step forward and partner with God on this mission. And that's what it is. We are right. on a mission. We all yes. have a job. And how exactly each one of us is being called individually and or corporately will be revealed through having intimacy with God and being open to hear what he has to say, as well as through our prophets. Yeah. Reading this book helped me to become much more aware of how we can do that. Right. It's helped all of us. It It truly has. You know, Johnny's revelatory understanding of the days in which we live and the misguided thinking we've believed and understood to be truth for years has opened my mind and my heart to a whole new understanding of who we are and 
what we're to be doing here on earth. Right. You know, I've always had lots of questions and doubts regarding the last days and the end times mentality, you know, that most Christians have today. The prophetic understanding that Johnny has been given, you know, has profoundly changed my outlook and thinking for what, you know, we're supposed to be doing right now at this place and time in history. Right. So this is a plan of action that we can take a hold of and get to work, you know, rather than having a rapture mentality of just, you know, staying in our safe zone and waiting for Jesus to return. I'm so grateful and thankful that God revealed this by His Spirit of wisdom to Johnny, and so that we can get to work on real kingdom work and truly bring Jesus to the earth quicker. Yes. You know, before we started reading this book, I had been listening to Johnny explaining this prophecy on Elijah's dreams. And then one night I had a dream. And in the dream, I was taken to Johnny and Elizabeth in Lowe's home. And I went into their house, which was like a big, huge, renovated home that used to be a barn, but it was made into a beautiful home. But it it also housed a school to teach the next generation. And I saw myself sitting with Johnny one-on-one, and he was showing me some papers and teaching me things that I needed to know. There was more to this dream, but the impression I got from this dream was that God wanted me to pay attention to what he had given Johnny to teach us. The dream was showing me that I could trust what God had given to him and to learn from his teachings. And I'm pretty discerning of people's character, and Johnny Inlow is one that God has shown to me to be trustworthy, a presenter of what God sees and what he is saying to his church, his ecclesia. I also compared his teaching with what God has been showing me and telling me since three years ago in 2020, and it lines up with this prophecy. To me, this is the crucial confirmation I personally needed. I know there's more to learn, and Johnny has continued to teach about this understanding on Elijah's streams each Monday. Yeah, and I just want to I want to go back and say something you were talking about the dreams. I love that God comes to you through dreams. You know, mm-hmm. you're talking about you got the dream, the impression from the dream that you have with Johnny. Right. He speaks to you. It's such a confirming thing for you. It is. I mean, he speaks right. to all of us differently. Right. But I mean, there could be. This is why we 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 all complement <laughs> each other so well because we could all be struggling with something, mm-hmm. and we can come to each other. You know, with with Laura, it's the dreams. Like mm-hmm. we'll come to her and she'll just you know interpret it for us and mm-hmm. just give us confirmation. But he comes to her so much with dreams directly to her that just confirms so many things. Yeah, I just think that's amazing. Even doing this yeah. podcast, right. I needed a dream to confirm it that, right. that this is God's will. Right. You know, and, and he so, did. And he did. And he gave me the vision of the waterfall the, oh, sound. The, the and the, Yeah, the pure truth, all that. It just the was logo. confirmed. Right. I'm like, God wouldn't have given that to me yes. if it wasn't the right thing to do. Right. And right. so the same thing with, with I was questioning the book. Because anytime you read any book, it doesn't mean that it's Truth, right? Right. You have to ask God, is that the truth? Right. And this was given to Johnny as a prophecy, so I'm like asking God, is this what I need to grab hold of and take as truth? Right. And that dream just confirmed it for me, and it was like, I'm I'm showing you these things through the prophet Johnny. I want to teach you these things. You need to pay attention to what he's saying and learn from him. And then he wants us to go and tell other people about right. it. Right. We have, right. We have a platform, so we're sharing it. Right. You know? Right. It's so amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, I only learned about the seven mountains of influence a year ago. Right. 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 I feel like it's been such a We all way, did. Right. I feel like <laughs> right. it's been way longer than that. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I heard about. I heard Johnny Inlow talking about it on Elijah's dream, so, like Laura said, mm-hmm. and I knew the thing he was talking about came straight from God. It just resonated deeply within me. Mm-hmm. You know, I bought both of his books, the ones that we're talking about today. I watched several of his videos, and all of it just blew me away. You know, this is a revelation that came straight from the throne room of God, and I knew it. 
And if you've listened to Johnny speak on Elijah Streams with Steve Schultz, you'll know that he's still talking about this right now, right? I think it's a yes. episode from episodes 49 or something like that through 56 something. or he's whatever he's on it. now. Who knows how much longer. At the time that, you know, we're, we're doing this. Right, yeah. we're recording, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, God continues to give Johnny revelation on all of this because it's so relevant to what we are experiencing around the world today. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I read, were you going to say something? Well, I was just going to say, you know, also, if anybody wants to watch it on Elijah's streams, you can get the app Rumble. Oh, yes. yes Rumble and, is where you can watch it without commercials and interruptions. And right. You just, just search Elijah streams on Rumble. Right. And then you can follow that, you know, or whatever you, you call you it, that page or app. Yeah. And they'll send you an email every time they have a, a new video out. And then type, if, if you want to watch these, you can type in Johnny Enlow in the Elijah Streams search for him. Right. Oh, yeah. And you can find him. Right. These episodes. Find it faster. Yeah. Right. You know, I read the books and I got so much information. I watched a conference he had online regarding mm-hmm. this. It was like a two or three day conference last year. And I learned even more. And as I just mentioned, Johnny is talking about this on Elijah Stream. So I watch all of those as well. And again, more revelation comes flooding into my spirit. Mm -hmm. And now, after we've done eight episodes on this, and because we did even more research, it has just gone even deeper into my heart. Right. God's speaking to so many of his prophets about all the changes that are coming. And he's going to uncover every stone until all of the evil is revealed. Right. Mm -hmm. And when we are ruling and reigning, as, as Laura was talking about earlier, you know, when we're ruling and reigning here on earth... When we are ruling and reigning, here not on railing, earth. right? <laughs> I didn't mean railing. Reigning here on earth as God intended. When He is showing us how to govern and do things properly, then we will see peace restored. We will be united instead of divided like we are now. We will experience joy like never before. That's what I'm looking forward mm-hmm. to. And as a reformer, there are four primary roles that you are called to serve in, and all of them are equally valid and important to Reformation. And first, I want to quickly give the definition of a protagonist. A protagonist is the leading character or the character who drives the action, the character whose fate matters the most. Mm-hmm. So these are this is the term that Johnny uses in these four primary roles. So the four primary roles a former is called to serve in are protagonist, right? One who has the typical job description on the mountain, such as a teacher on the mountain of education. Advisor to the protagonist, one who advises another on the mountain, such as an advisor to a politician on the mountain of government. And then you have the intercessor to a protagonist, one who is anointed to intercede for someone with a role on any mountain, right? Mm-hmm. A financier, financier. I ever say that? Financier. Financier. Mm-hmm. A protagonist, one who funds someone with a role or project on the mountain. They're all equally important, mm-hmm. right? And then Johnny says, no matter what role you take as a reformer on your mountain, you should not fret about the defective system that's currently there. You can waste a lot of time and lose a lot of resolve, lose a lot of sleep, mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to get rid of what's faulty or broken or trying to convince others of the need for change. Right, God's already working on all that. Right. Instead, it's important to ask God for revelation and insight as to an upgraded system, strategy, or an initiative from heaven. He knows the future, so he should be the one we are getting our guidance and direction from. Right, just ask him for some blueprints. Right, there you go. How do I do this? That's right. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Our best days are ahead, and we have many decades of kingdom advancement right before us. We are going to know God like we've never known him before. Nothing is impossible at a personal level, at a family level, at a church level, at a city level, or a national level. No matter what your situation, no matter what's happening in your nation, all things are possible. We have known the God of salvation, 
And now we are going to also know the God of salvation. That's good. That's really wow. good. That's, those are Johnny's words. Mm-hmm. The only impossible thing is to find something impossible for him. Creative solutions and advanced innovations overflow from who he is. As he is in this world, so are we. So let's move forward together in kingdom advancement. Let's continue to pray and ask God for his wisdom on the victory that has been assured. Let's stand together in unity and faith. We are God's rising reformers. Let's rise and give him the nations so he can show us how things were meant to be. Big changes, good changes are coming, and I'm looking forward to it. Me too. All right, guys, that's it for today. We hope you enjoyed this entire series on the Seven Mountains of Influence, and we invite you to join us next week. Yeah, and we just want to close with this scripture from Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 6. If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully keep all his commands that I am giving you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the world. You will experience all these blessings if you obey the Lord your God. Your towns and your fields will be blessed. Your children and your crops will be blessed. Your offspring of your herds and flocks will be blessed. Your fruit baskets and breadboards will be blessed. Wherever you go and whatever you do, you will be blessed. Okay, today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. We appreciate all that you do for us, Caitlin. And we want to reference again Johnny Enlow's book, The Seven Mountain Prophecy, and Johnny and his wife Elizabeth Enlow's book, Rise, a Reformer's Handbook for the Seven Mountains. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. We just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. All right. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffin.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you, and may the Lord bless you and keep you, and may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time. Susan, Laura, and Kathy. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the Rock Podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interview. Electric Acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on ElectroCast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. ElectroCast. Electric acid.